Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the We Got Balls podcast. I am your host, Steve Trudeau. With me, as always, my co-host, Michael Almeida. Mikey, how are you today, buddy? I'm doing well, buddy. How about yourself? Fantastic. No Emmanuel Pacheco today. We desperately uh, were hoping hoping to join us, but we missed him greatly. So, Emmanuel, you're in our hearts. But we have a better Canadian with us today. Mr. Wolf, how are you, buddy? I'm doing great. I'm excited to be here, uh, and uh, I'm excited to talk a number of different topics. So Mm -hmm. it's going to be a good one. Yeah, we're going to go all over the sports world today, a little baseball, a little basketball, but we wanted to have some fun to start the show, and we're starting with a very nostalgic topic that actually came after our uh, 90s wrestling podcast. We started talking about cartoons from back in the day, so this is going to be a segment about 90s cartoons. Uh, me and Mike, you definitely big into this. Luca, you're a little bit younger than us, but I think you'll be able to follow along. So I actually have with me a list of the top 25 uh, 90s cartoons according to Ranker.com. And I'm curious to see what you guys are going to say about this list. But first, I actually want to ask you individually, like, what was your favorite cartoon back in the day? I'm going to start with you, Luca. Oh, man. Okay. I don't know if I, I don't know if these are 90s cartoons. But they may be. They very well may. Okay, first off, first off, let's just let's just get the the main one out in the open here. The main potato, uh, Pokemon, Fantastic. was every yeah. morning before school. I mean, I just mm-hmm. like let's just you know what I mean. Like let's just give respect where respect needs to be given. I think that's that's a no brainer. Um, but on, on a on a different note, that's not you know an OG and and something that needs this respect. Oh oh oh! I see fingers coming up. Am I anyone? I feel like in? you just glanced over Pokemon way too fast. Like well, it deserves well, some respect. Well, Let's I, just pause I, did there. I, did, yeah. Did I not just say a different tier that doesn't deserve the respect of Pokemon? So I, because I know you guys are gonna have your. You know what? You know what? Fine. You want to do it? Let's just talk about Pokemon now. It was is Pokemon. <laughs> so Pokemon was me going in through elementary school, middle school, up until high school. That was the go to. It was on around seven thirty a.m. And it was the highlight of the morning, obviously. Now, how now? Now, I'd like to know how Pokemon has influenced your lives. I think Pokemon is really interesting because it spans so many generations now. I had Pokemon cards. I collected Pokemon cards. I played the trading or trading card game. Also, you guys have to. You could. Did you play the Pokemon like Red and Blue and stuff? The Absolutely. Game Boy games. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, Pokemon was like a. It's not a, so much a cartoon, but a phenomenon. That is the hardest question possibly given to you as a child is when you have to pick your first Pokemon. Like, are you going? (laughs) I want to know what type of guys you are. Like who is your choice of the top three? So true. No, my real first question is, is that how you say, are you my friend or not? Like if someone picks the wrong Pokemon. If you pick the wrong Pokemon, you're out of my crew right now. (laughs) All right, Luca, go ahead. Go first. See, I obviously knew I was going first too. As you guys were going (laughs) over this in my head, I'm like, all right, I'm first up. I have no baseline whatsoever. Now I'm going to talk about an interesting Pokemon that I think before I say my top three, um, you know, man, I... (laughs) No, no, no. Let me, let me, because I'm going to mess up the first one. But you know Gyarados? Gyarados, yeah. yeah you said it, right? Okay. And you know the little flopping fish? I don't, Magikarp. I don't know the, Magikarp. Buddy, when I first realized the little Magikarp turned into <laughs> Gyarados, like that moment, do you get what I'm saying? Like the moment where that oh, became yeah. my reality was probably the most impactful moment in Pokemon history. That being said, okay. Mm-hmm. Top three. No, 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 no. Not top three, Luca. No, 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 it's yeah. it's got to be... You're Can at I Professor Oak. 
Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah, yeah. When you start the game, like red, blue, or whatever, like you you walk in and you have a choice between three Pokemon, right? And in the original games, it was between Squirtle, Bulbasaur, and Charmander. And you had to pick one of those three Pokemon to start with. And you could tell a lot by about the person by what Pokemon they choose first out of those three. Yeah, so, mine, I mean... Did you like you're you're younger than us? So was it a different set of three Pokemon? No, no, no. It was the same three. I just wanted, yeah. It was okay, it was a hundred percent the same three. Um, so I thought we we're going top three, but it, out of those three, which one I picked? It was Charmander. Good answer. It was Charmander. It was. It, I'll, I'll go next. Bulbasaur is awesome. Squirtle. It was. It was. To be honest with you, it was in between. It was maybe Squirtle, but it was Charmander. Pretty easily, you guys go. So obviously the easiest one to go with first was Bulbasaur because he could just wipe out the first three. But I'm actually a Squirtle guy myself. Squirtle's my dude. Uh-huh. Blastoise is the, is the man. And Mike, are you are you Bulbasaur? I'm gonna tell you this. Listen, they're all three great picks, but Bulbasaur. I love the Grass Pokemon. They were my favorite out of all of them. I uh, like. As a child, I wanted to be a gym leader and I didn't want to just be a regular trainer. I wanted to be the guy who led the, the grass gym. Not only that, the the grass women were great too. So it would have worked out pretty <laughs> well altogether. But at the end of the day, I don't know. Just hear me out here. The fire Pokemon are kind of girly besides Charmander, right? You got Whoa. Ponita, your Vulpex, your a uh, bunch of girls. Arcanine girl. would like a word with you. Arcanine is legit. I'll give you that. But how about the one with the boobs on his head? What was Magma? Remember the guy that had the... Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of yeah. looked like a duck. And then um, the water Pokemon were all legit. I But they were always hard to get in the game. You had to go through a certain to get your rod and all that stuff. It the was grass great. ones just were awesome, man. So yeah, Bulbasaur was my pick. So that'd been good my, for all three. My prize Pokemon card, where I had a holographic um, vile plume. I think it was what the one Oddish turned into, right? The big flower. Yeah. Did you guys collect the cards back in the day when you were kids? Oh, absolutely. Like yeah, literally, yeah. that's one of my big regrets as an adult. Like, is that I didn't keep the because how much would those Charizards and Blastoise first editions now go for? <laughs> You say I that, was about but I don't to know. Say, I was going to ask you guys if you guys did you guys keep any of your cards at all, or did they go those go as the years went on? I want to say this quick. You guys talk about the cards. I'm actually going to look up how much like a holographic Blastoise or holographic oh, Charizard. Go Dude, for the Charizard. The Charizard. All right, legit. I'll look it up. Go, but go ahead. Talk about your cards, Mikey. So yeah, if you were going to be an entrepreneur, like later in life a lot of kids would sell cards they would steal cards we had this big thing at school that you could not bring cards anymore to school because kids were snagging them and taking them home and it ended a lot of friendships i watched it i watched a kid trade like a holographic gengar for a bag of doritos and his his mom had to come into the school and like argue and like get the card back because the kid got hosed so bad in the trade Pokemon was the cryptocurrency of our childhood. <laughs> That's what it comes down to. It was like if you wanted to have credit, you just told them, yo, look at this butterfree. They'd be like, oh man, I can give you this and that for it. So yeah, Pokemon so, just tra- like taught you so many lessons too altogether. Just so crazy I'm, one. I'm looking through the holographic Charizards online no. on eBay. There's a lot of varying different prices, but like I'm seeing cards worth like going for 200 bucks pop. So that's pretty good. Wait, do they have the little first edition or not? There's one that says it's a 
hollow set base for a 120 for four thousand dollars that might be yeah. like the expensive one i have no but idea what was what's cool about pokemon and I, I was even reading about this is like across various cultures different parts of the world and different generations it still holds like it's still like a staple like it's really yeah. hard like it, you can influence like an area or region or even like a, a native speaking group of people but like if you talk to like family members i have in like croatia or in serbia like you say the word pokemon more or less anywhere in the world you're gonna get some sort of a response whether that person is 10 15 20 or 50 like it's crazy i just want to point out that the original question was what's your favorite cartoon and we've been talking about pokemon for like seven minutes you know what? i don't i don't see anything wrong with that no I no think no that the second that pokemon came up we had to give it seven minutes seven minutes is a minimum on pokemon so i do love pokemon but i actually want to get to this list so luca was that your number one like if your favorite for cartoon sure. from back in the day pokemon that's 100 percent. what about you michael my favorite one's got to be hey arnold that I is just a loved good one. hey arnold, man it just taught you so many once again going back into doing the right thing arnold had so much times to like just wussy out and stuff and he did such a great job just being believing in his mission and his room was sick. I always wanted his room, man. <laughs> so for me, I got two, right? I got one that's uh, a little more niche, you would say. What's up, Kenny? Love you, buddy. Um, cat dog was my shit back in the day. I loved cat dog, but my number one has to be like a timeless cartoon that spans generations and is probably the top dog in the clubhouse, which is SpongeBob. Oh, SpongeBob's oh, a good one. Yeah, yeah. SpongeBob is still going strong, so SpongeBob's got to be up there. Um, so, with that being said, I want to go through this list from Ranker.com, the top 25 90s cartoons, and get your opinion on this. All right. All right. We're uh, going from gets, 25 top or top 10, or what do we do? Yeah, let's do top 10, Truda. No, I want to stop at the start of 25. I'll go. I'll fly through the first ones because. I feel like there's some snubs, and and also I feel like some of these names you'll hear and be like, "Oh shit, I love this cartoon." Angry Beavers is a great cartoon, by the way. It it's was. A great it point was. In the chat. So number twenty five was Ed, Ed, and Eddie, which I love. Okay. Ed, Ed, and Eddie. No, you didn't like Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Eddie? I don't even know what the hell it is. <laughs> uh, twenty four. Twenty four was Arthur, which that's kind of like a, a little kid's cartoon. I don't know if that's whoa, like, whoa, 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 whoa. Sure, no. Listen. Really? Your tongue. Your tongue. How dare you? Well, it's not like know. as cool as like Rocket Power or something like that. Oh, I love I'm Rocket not going to say, but, but for, so this is one that's not like Pokemon. It doesn't range through generations, but how impactful it was for its particular generation, it, 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 it's, it's worthy. Arthur and Buster might have had the best relationship between any best friends in the whole wide world. Yeah, so yeah, you, yeah. So you guys take some offense respect to on that. Arthur. Yeah. For sure. Well, Heavy. It's 24 for a reason. <laughs> kind of low down the list. It's it's yeah, 24 because no. it was PBS. That's why. Yeah, <laughs> so number 23, uh, one of my favorites, Johnny Bravo. You guys remember Johnny Bravo? Oh. Johnny Bravo. He, but, but in retrospect, Johnny Bravo may not be happening today. In retrospect, Johnny Bravo is definitely not happening today. There is a He's there is probably not in jail. a chance. For sure. That, that that show is not making it past the production meeting. I have some comments saying Rugrats should be top five. Well, I would say stay tuned because it might be up there. little teaser. 
Uh, number 21, I don't really consider it. 22 and 21, I don't consider it like cartoons from back in the day. I have Family Guy and Futurama. Great shows, but I don't really have them in the same category. So let's move on. Well, well, if if Family Guy's on a list, it should be in the top three of whatever list is happening. So I don't I don't know, man. I'm a huge Family are, Guy fan. I, like, cartoons, I agree that. with you. Cartoon, it's more of like an animation. Like cartoon, right. when I think of cartoon, I think of like young demographic childhood memories. Like, I don't know, man, but Family Guy doesn't really... So that. we're getting to some good ones. Let's just let's just peel through them. So number 20, I got cat dog, which I already said I love cat dog. Uh 19. 19. This is gonna shock you guys. 19 was Pokemon. Oh. Uh, I thought I that was a little it. low. Yeah, that, that's a little low. Especially since we spent seven minutes talking about it. <laughs> a little low. Number 18, underrated, courage the cowardly dog. Anyone got remember that one? No? Wow, blank stairs. That's a good one. 17. This is gonna make people mad. 17 was Doug. Oh, that's low, right? Doug was good. Yeah, no, it should be. By the way, way if I... you like Doug, they're actually some band or some guy put all the Doug original songs on Spotify. <laughs> so oh, you can check that out. Oh yeah. my God. What's the one that he's like, I need lots of money. Yodelahi who? Have you heard that one? Do you remember that one or no? No, I, the only one I can remember is begging on a trash can. And actually, you know what I'll do? I'll just throw some Doug on, Doug music on in the background for the rest of this list. I don't know if there's any copyrights on Doug music. It probably is. But anyways, I can try to get that going afterwards. Number 16 is a great one. Rocco's Modern Life. Blank yeah. stairs. No, no, yeah, no, no, like no, no. I'm just reading the. a lot of people are going at us on the Facebook. That's why. Sorry. Oh, are there any, uh, any. Someone got, um, Emily Trudeau got the music one for the beats, the Doug Funny, all that stuff. So That's a good one. All right, so where were we? Rocco's uh, Chippendale Rescue Rangers was was next, number 15. Uh, <laughs> I just want to put that sit in the background. Uh, let's see what we got going on. So after that, Batman, SpongeBob at 13. I think that was a little low for SpongeBob. Definitely. Number 12. Here's a good one. Number 12, Recess. I was a big Recess fan. Recess oh, huge there. Recess fan. There huge we go. Recess. We got three yeses in the, in the room. I like that. <laughs> 11 was probably... I feel like 11 is not that great, but it's just like people really love this for some reason. Is the Magic School Bus. Oh, I don't know, man. The Magic School Bus was good. Miss Frizzle was with, always on her shit, man. I'm, I'm with Trudeau on that one. I never... It never... It never clenched his teeth. Like re I put a recess over Magic School Bus every day and twice Amen. on Sundays. Amen. Okay. The only question I have for you is when did Miss Frizzle not bring it? <laughs> like she was never depressed, like it is now <laughs> with our teachers. Never had a bad day. That's true. I like Miss Frizzle. All right, so we're in the top ten now. Number ten, Pinky in the Brain. Solid Ooh. one. No? You didn't like that? I don't know if I, again. I don't know if I'm putting that over recess, SpongeBob, or Pokemon. No. Like I don't know, man. All right, so number nine, Tiny Toons. Nah. Yeah, like oh, not, not top oh, yeah. ten. Tiny Toons, get out of here with your nonsense. Um, the Muffet Babies are better than that one. Oh, absolutely. All right, so The Simpsons, number eight, which I, again not doesn't fall in the same category. I mean, it's a great show. Yeah. But it doesn't, it's not the same category for me. It's like an adult cartoon. I'm thinking about like kid cartoons. Uh, Animaniacs, number seven. All right, yeah. We're not too high on this. 
Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles number six. I feel like everyone okay. likes the, the Ninja Turtles. Mikey, you're not yeah. a Ninja Turtle fan? I love the Ninja Turtles, but I thought it was more like an action. I'm thinking of the movies, maybe. That's why. Yeah. yeah. No, the cartoons are actually pretty dope. All right. Top five is a, they bring it in the top five. Okay. All right. I have not said Rugrats yet, so Rugrats may be top five. Well, it um, should be. Number five, a one that has an argument for number one, Hey Arnold. Yeah. Love Hey Arnold. Okay. Number four, underrated, and I'm glad it's number four, Power, Powerpuff Girls. I mean, if, you know, you you're, you were a little boy. You were like, I don't want to watch the Powerpuff Girls, but I'm sure a lot of girls watched them and were like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure it did well. It was a good they, one. They were solid. They were solid. I respect and they're, and they're somewhat they're somewhat iconic to it as well, just like SpongeBob. Like you yeah. know the three, like they're they're there, they're there. They were like the only cartoon where like it was girl leads. So yeah, yeah, I, no, it, I think it was good. All good. real monsters is better than Powderpuff Girls. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to break it to everybody. All real monsters did not make the top twenty five. Oh, oh hmm. man, yeah, this is garbage. I know. All right, top three. Number three, Ducktales. Yeah, I don't know. People like Ducktales. Number two, great cartoon. I'm surprised it's number two though. Dexter's Laboratory. Number two? Who the hell made this list? Dude, Ranker.com. People just rank it themselves. Number one, and I don't think there's that much of an argument for number one, is Rugrats. Not Rugrats yeah, okay. Later. Yeah, yeah, okay. That's, but that's, like, my, that's the gold standard. I don't know, man. I Recess has got to be there. SpongeBob has to be there. Pokemon has to be there. Um, like I, that's, that's three right there that I, you know I'm not... I don't know. Are man. there any uh, like omissions that like you've, you've seen? Like, wow, why is this not list? besides all real monster? <laughs> I, um, there's just a ton of them. What Muffet Babies was better than? I have never Duck heard of Muffet Tales. Babies. Apologize to people on the Reddit because I've been Emily, ignoring. Emily is pissed, bro. Emily's not trying to hear about this ranking. I so agree I some... with her comments from the reddit some people said flintstones deserve some love that's kind of old for me no, scooby-doo scooby-doo solid that scooby-doo should get some love as well I, i'm with you on that i guess exactly. well, I, I thought scooby was before the 90s but if it's the 90s then yeah absolutely that's we, like a gold standard cartoon like it's been there forever we need to like just get our own rankings it's just that simple we got balls 90s. oh my god let's do that so well, much better I, than this I don't have garbage. any administrative power, but that's we could do a little <laughs> list or something. Either do we? What are you talking yeah. about, Luca? Hey, Luca, if you want to make the code and create a list for us, feel free to, buddy. I got nothing for you. <laughs> you guys know? So the, guys, do you guys know the? Do you guys know the show Ben Ten? Yeah, Ben Ten. That's another good one. That's okay. kind of that's kind of late for me though. It, it, no, it's it's definitely early two thousands for sh- like a hundred percent. But I that's why I, that's why I asked the question as opposed to making a statement. But yeah, I don't know if it's too late to make it on that list. But it's that was a good one. What about Angry like, Beavers? Was Angry Beavers in it? Watched. It wasn't. Angry Beavers is solid though. There's another one. Know. Oh man, there's just come Did on. Did you guys like all that? By the way, heck yeah, all that was awesome. Didn't they just have a reunion? Probably, maybe I don't know. Uh, you might be making that up. Didn't no, I'm not kidding. Have a reunion, friends. <laughs> you know, the, you, have you ever heard of the show Friends? Yes, Can I say something? What? Overrated show. Oh, oh! <laughs> it's not that good. Watch it back. Watch it back. Actually, watch it without a laugh track too. It's sad. Well, I feel like all it's very hard to make a sitcom without the laugh track. 
because there's just such long pauses. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but I just feel like the laugh track is like it's like ad libs in a hip hop song. I mean, like if you're Jay Cole, we, you can get away without it. But before we get off the cartoons, are there any non cartoons that you'd like to throw in for like uh, like a great show as a kid? So, like for example, like we mentioned all that, right? That's not a cartoon. Or like Keenan and Kel. If that was yours, I'm sorry, because that was my no, jam. Boy Meets World. Loved Boy Meets World. That was a good I, one. I never watched. I'm gonna it. be honest with you. When I was like very young, the Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. <laughs> this is way past <laughs> your guys' time, yeah. and you're gonna laugh no, at it because you guys no. grew out of it. You guys are already beyond meat. Looking down, but being in the in the gist, I remember that show was pretty. That was okay. funny. Mr. Tipton, like there were there was some. It was funny. Okay. Mr. Mosby, not Mr. The Tipton. funny thing before you get in there, Mike, about the sweet life of Zach and Cody, I have no idea about it. But for some reason, I know Reddit is like obsessed with like this video game of the sweet life of Zach and Cody. So oh. I don't know. I just want to throw that out there. That's the only way I know of that name. But go ahead, Mike. Okay. So let me throw you back to a time when everything was amazing. And it's Friday night. You don't have school the next day. You don't have school on Sunday. And Disney say those words? is playing an original Disney Channel movie, baby. Come on. Johnny All right. Tsunami. All right. Smart yeah. House. The we just went down this avenue. No, no. I'm glad we're, I didn't expect to end up here, but I'm glad we did. Because this is a great place to go. Disney Channel original movies. Brink. That was my shit. When you buy Disney Plus or whatever, it comes with all of them almost. But I watched Johnny Tsunami again, and I could watch that movie 10. That should have been a feature film, how good that thing was. I don't know about you guys, but go big or go home. Now, there's a question. Oh, oh, sorry. Go, go, go. go. I was going to ask you if you had anything. Well, I have a question. Yeah, there's a ton, but I'm looking at Disney Channel now. So there's a question. Did, do we grow out of do we grow out of the content like I, I've looked at Disney Channel now and said you know it's not as good as it used to be and I've heard other people say that but there's you're two your things 20s, going buddy. that's what I was about to say did we a grow out of the nostalgic part right it, it wasn't part of our childhood and because we don't have that nostalgic element we don't see it the same way or um, did it actually just get worse in content what do you think is it a mix of both or can I say before you get in, Mikey? I used to love Brink, the Disney Channel original, as a kid, and me and my wife actually watched it during the pandemic because we we got Disney Plus, and uh, I have to say it's a terrible movie. <laughs> watching it back, so I think I think a lot of those movies we liked back in the day, and a lot of those shows were actually not funny at all. But as a kid, they they seemed hilarious. Wait, so you didn't want to join the team and get paid tons of money and have long hair? The bad guy was legit in Brink. What was? What was his name in it? Do you remember Trudeau? I don't. No? I don't know. <laughs> and is skating not cool? <laughs> no, I actually love. On? I actually love skating. I'd actually would buy inline skates and go skating around, but they're actually really expensive. I bet because <laughs> you can't find them anywhere. Can I tell you something? I actually started inline skating as a kid because of that movie. I, really? Yeah, I'd skate around the neighborhood all the time. That was the shit, man. Do do some jumps. Did you wear the the pads? Like nah, the I was a dangerous stuff. kid. I had no helmet, no pads. <laughs> oh, bad idea. That's probably why I have so much brain damage today. Um, the other question. So with all of the movies, Luca, if you watch the first Mighty Ducks, right? You have Coach Bombay drunk and telling kids stuff you can't tell them now. That's what made it great. Like now they kind of mute all of the stuff that made them so good back in the day i don't know if you've watched the other lion king they took out a lot of 
key parts that probably weren't the best um and that's what disney kind of does now it's an it's a different kind of world but i don't know if you watch the mighty ducks first movie you'd be like oh my god i was babysitting one time and i was like oh shit i might have to shut this off because <laughs> of the, some of the stuff coach mom was saying and i'm like damn well that's what made man. me want to be a coach there's, I was gonna say, there, there's a lot of like hidden humor in some of these cartoons as well. Like if you see some of the shit they like snuck into SpongeBob that was like adult humor, like watching it back, you'd be like, oh my God, I can't believe they had this in a kid's cartoon. What about heavyweights? Could you do a movie like heavyweights nowadays where you send a bunch of kids to fat camp to get better and Ben Stiller's yelling at them and telling them that they're not getting dinner tonight because of lack of hustle? You can't do that. Well, no, there's a lot. A yeah, there's a lot like as time goes on, we're getting more and more limited in terms of where we can go with humor. Obviously, there are a few shows that are trying to keep that alive, but definitely a different era, definitely a different uh, time for content creation. And it's very like what we said earlier, Johnny Bravo, not a chance Oof. it makes it past the production meeting. Not like literally negative five chance that that show. No, just think one. about the plot line. Like Wild, got wild this, Thornberries. That's a good one. I loved Wild Thornberries. Do you guys remember that one with the little crazy like yeah. wild kid and the dad was Nigel Thornberry? And he would talk like this because he was from Australia. That's not an Australian accent. That's, but a you really good, that's a really good Australian accent. I'm bad with accents, man. I got to stop trying. I got to stop trying. So before we move on, was there any like other Disney originals, any of these types of things you want to get into that we forgot that we need to touch on? We could do a whole show on Disney. Oh, we could, yeah, I was going to say, if we if we stay on this topic any longer, we, we may not even get off it. Halloween Town. Halloween Town, baby. Hall <laughs> yeah. That, that's like, that's, you've never watched Halloween Town, Trudeau? The first one? Can you explain? I'm drawing a blank. Like, what is it again? It's about a family who has a grandmother that they ha don't see very often. And she comes at like the special birthday because the daughter is turning into a witch and she understands and goes to halloween town it's pretty no no there's a bad evil wizard yeah when and you say it, halloween town i think of uh what's that christmas <laughs> movie uh with jack jack the ripper in it okay, oh um, home alone no <laughs> <What>? <laughs> not home alone he's talking about that stupid one that oh, the guy don't say that because oh. you're gonna get lit up in this chat i'm telling you right now they're don't, not don't... stupid they were I know what you're talking about. It's like I'm uh, drawing a blank on the name. If anyone can help me out with the name, that would be fantastic. Smart House, someone just said. Jack Skeleton, oh. Nightmare Before Christmas. Yes. yes, that's the one. Okay. Because I believe I believe in that movie, it's uh Nightmare Before Christmas. I think the it's Halloween Town. And also someone mentioned Smart House is a banger. That that one's a good movie. Smart uh, House is legit. Or no, that actually, before we move on. Blank check was my favorite Disney original. I take that back. No, it wasn't a Disney original. That was an, that was a feature film. Oh, really? Yeah, it was really good. I watched that the other day too. <laughs> just, just on your own or with the, what are you doing? <laughs> just trying to you know figure out the answers of life, man. Hey, man, you get one million dollars. <laughs> you get one million dollars now. You can't even buy like ten Bitcoin. <laughs> no, you Yo. probably can uh yeah you could actually but um i mean the pandemic is hard on everybody buddy so i mean how I understand. creepy was the girl in blank check that's just not appropriate at all she was hitting on the child yes 
and there's nothing wrong with that. Come on. <laughs> Different time, man. Different time. Oh, man. So, kids, if you're listening at home, if you get a blank check from a bank robber, you know what to do with it, man. Spend all of it before the IRS comes or whatever the hell was after him. <laughs> oh, my goodness. We're not right. giving legal advice to any children listening to this podcast. Uh, and also, I just want to put out there, I really hope that children are not listening to this podcast because this is not for children. <laughs> Did gonna you be take the little made-for-children box in the... Uh, no? No, probably not. It's probably no, this is not going on to Disney Plus after. I tell cool. you that right now. Cool. Um, thanks, uh, Donnie. Dodge to the moon. Do- Doge is terrible. Get out of here, man. Buy some Bitcoin. No one wants <laughs> no one wants your Doge. Love you, Donnie, except, though. Except for the kid from Blank Check. He's just buying everything. He's buying I was going to say, Doge. he doesn't really care. <laughs> um, all right, let's move on. We're about halfway through the show. Almost, which is, That was a long talk about uh, cartoons and stuff. It was a good so one, let's just, though. I enjoyed that, man. You weren't here last week, Luca, but I dragged these guys through some really interesting oh, topics so i'm well, glad no, we I, could... oh no i wasn't you're right i wasn't yeah we talked about some heavy stuff so i'm glad we could have some fun to start the show um so before we move on let's get into the big baller bucket and just take care of that and get that out of the way um there's probably a lot of people who's never watched this show before and have no idea what i'm talking about with the big baller bucket basically we have a bucket full of ping pong balls with a shit ton of teams in there uh basketball teams that is and, you know, we, we draw a ball for each of us. We get stuck with that team for the next two weeks. And if we lose, you know, they have to have a losing record. We have to do a punishment on the podcast. There's been some weird, really weird shit so far, by the way. Uh, Emmanuel had to put peanut butter on his face during the podcast. I drank hot sauce. Um, I had to sing a song. What else? Am I missing any other punishments that were served on this oh, thing? Oh, so you didn't, did, you didn't lose last time. You actually, you won. I won this week. Yeah, I had the Brooklyn Nets. Oh yeah, I was about to say you had the Brooklyn. No, but they, they, man, the Brooklyn Nets. Can we just talk about the Brooklyn Nets for a hot we'll second? Get before you get we'll get into that. We'll get okay, into okay, it. Okay, we'll fine. No, let's just take my idea. We can just throw it to the side. Yeah, let's just get this out of the way. Look at this. the most polite fuck you have ever heard in my life. <laughs> no, it's not. Lucas, like, hey, just give it me a second. Love. We can go it find a place love. to go fuck myself. Thanks, Trudeau. <laughs> Luca, I love you, buddy. I love you, buddy. But fuck you. All right, I, was gonna say, well, I love you, buddy. But that idea can hey, wait. All hey, right, we're doing hey. the baller bucket. You guys right? Stay on your side. Stay on your side. That's why Mikey's in the middle of the, of the chat right now. Exactly. Keep us, keep us apart. <laughs> all right. So it's time for the big baller bucket. I'm undefeated. Never lost. Luca, do you want to go first or last as the guest of the podcast? Man, what happened? Oh, no. Brad went first last time and won. Yeah. And I went first the time before. Yeah, so let's do it. I'll go first. first. All right. So you got the uh, the Phoenix Suns. That's a good team. I would probably hit, oh, yeah. hit with that one. Ooh, I'm holding that. Yeah, that's good. I think they're second in the uh, Western Conference right now. They are after Utah. Unless Utah lost. To you know what? It's crazy. Chris Paul is basically the major change that they made. And, well, no. I don't want to give him all the credit. No, okay, but Devin Booker, another year. I mean, a bunch of good things happened, but, I mean, that was a team that was a bottom feeder last year, so I'm glad glad they're doing well. Devin Booker deserves it. That man's a baller. Anyway, continue. All right, Mikey, I'll go to you next, all right? All right, buddy. Let's do it. I wish you luck, by the way. The San Antonio Spurs. They're... Nah. No? 
They're not bad. They're like a I don't want 500. No. All right. So uh, for those watching, listening, basically uh, your first ball is an optional one, so he can keep it or throw it back. Second one is second and final. So whatever I pull now, he's stuck with it. All right. Ready? And before I pull this ball, nobody has won on the second pull ever. So it's not going to end well. Hey, your boys, Utah Jazz. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good second pull. Hopefully, uh, my boy plays Mitchell. I hope you're oh, okay. I know I you're listening. For a while. No, oh, yeah, it's not gonna be good. Sprained. You you just see him limp off the court like that didn't look like yeah that that looked bad. But All right, so last soon. one. This is for me. Boston Celtics. I'll arrive at the Boston Celtics um, for the next couple of weeks. That's not a bad one. Well, you so got them. It. You're wearing them. Yeah. I'd like to talk about them at some point, too, so we can get into yeah, that. Yeah. Um, so now that we've actually pulled all the basketball stuff, do you want to get into your basketball stuff, Mikey? I do. I'm, so what I'm going to do is I'm just going to ask you guys your opinions and your questions. Tell me what you guys think. All right. So the first question that I truly have are, how are teams looking? Who do you think is looking good? Who would you buy right now? And who would you sell? So, Luca, talk about whatever team you want and why you like them, buddy. <laughs> well, there's a, there's a couple of interesting ones. I think the Clippers getting Rajon Rondo. It, you know, I mean, it, it's the Clippers had a lot of support last year going into the playoffs and just let everyone down so badly that now nobody wants to touch him. Because you just like you just had your heart broken. But that being said, I don't really see anyone outside of the Lakers being able to take him down with their firepower and with just the experience that they bring to the table. Um, so I would probably raise my stock slightly just because of Rajon Rondo. However, the fact that they needed someone like Rajon Rondo is concerning. Going against the Lakers because the Lakers don't need Rajon Rondo because they have LeBron James. Right, like the IQ that Rajon Rondo brings, LeBron James, the accountability that he brings, LeBron James brings that. So that's a question in in itself. I think that the Lakers, the biggest question mark is just their health. That's not breaking news, but to be honest with you, um, Anthony Davis coming off of that very serious injury down with his Achilles scares me. I'm not really worried about LeBron James coming off a high ankle sprain. I mean, the guy is is iron man for a reason so i'm sure lebron james is going to be okay or i'm pretty sure but anthony davis scares me a little bit and then in the east the brooklyn nets are just the world's most hilarious experiment i've ever seen i mean you're gonna have like three top 10 scores arguably or 15 20 if you include Kyrie of all time on the same team that have only played seven games going into the playoffs so we have no idea what we have to express. Like, I mean, they're all individually amazing. On paper, they should blow everyone out with ease. However, the defensive issues and also just the fact that they haven't played together, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm excited. The, the next time the all three of the big three of the Brooklyn Nets are playing, I'm watching. So you don't think that James Harden, his famous quote of "There's only one ball," is gonna matter for the Brooklyn Nets? <laughs> I, I don't. The reason why not is because he's changed his game, not in terms of what his skill set is, but the way the way they're using him as a pure point guard that doesn't that that isn't he's, in Houston. He did a lot of dribbling, a lot of dribbling, and then more dribbling with a step back three. The ball is moving. They're doing a really quick offense, and I I I, I don't see the same issues. However, now with James Harden out and Durant playing, Durant's playing with the ball now. 
all the time. And that's going to have to change where they come through. So, I mean, there is only one ball, but man, if you, if you do the sacrifices needed to win a championship, I mean, we saw that with the big three in Miami. I mean, it's possible. It just takes time generally. So that's the question. Who's your first scoring option. If you're the Brooklyn Nets right now, who like tear them from one to three. Ooh. Well, I mean, in terms of in terms of a, uh, you want to go Trudeau? Trudeau, Trudeau, Trudeau just got perked up there. Okay, what do you, what do you think, Trudeau? James Harden number one, Kevin really? Durant number two, and Kyrie Irving number three. It's easy. Not um, even, are you not talking about are you talking about in terms of um, efficiency and scoring? Or are you talking about who's going to be the first person to attack? Either Kyrie's. Uh, you you mentioned that James Harden changed his game, and that's not really the case. Of all the three, the person who's probably sacrificed the most has been Kyrie Irving. He's been a lot less on the ball. He's he's deferred to James Harden for the most part, as far as being the point guard role, and uh, it's it's working. I mean, I think Kyrie taking a step back, combined with the fact that Steve Nash has kind of staggered them their minutes. So there's times where they're on the floor together, but there's a lot of times where they're they're playing in different units um so it's worked for the most part their only problem has been their bench they've added some players their defense is still atrocious but they're still scoring like crazy so it doesn't really matter um i actually don't think they're gonna make it out of the east though i want to have a hot take on that one who do you think i, think, gonna okay. make it? I saw an interesting uh, uh graphic on espn today i was at the gym so of the three top teams philly brooklyn and milwaukee the uh, betting odds are Brooklyn 1, Milwaukee 2, and Philadelphia 76ers 3rd. And I thought that was pretty disrespectful to the 76ers. I think this I might agree. be their year to get out. Um, I think the 76ers are going to give the Nets a hard time um, in the conference finals. And I, I have the uh, 76ers, unfortunately, getting to the NBA finals, even though I hate I, Ben Simmons. Yeah, I can't, I can't go that far because if Ben Simmons can shoot a regular jump shot and maybe even a couple threes... You may have me there, but if you're point guard, if you if you're playing five in the paint, I mean, even though they got shooters and they got Joel Embiid, I just can't. I can't imagine that the 76 is going to put enough pressure offensively to really. I know Joel Embiid's going to go off. He's going to be a monster. They have no one to really deal with him outside of an aging DeAndre Jordan. But I don't think that the Philadelphia 76ers can hold with the offensive firepower of the Brooklyn Nets. I mean, with all due respect, if Ben Simmons can spread the floor and shoot threes as well as everything else he does as an elite defender, you got me. But if you're just talking about mano a mano, Brooklyn Nets, Philadelphia 76ers, I think the Philadelphia 76ers are definitely the second best team in the East, and they will make it difficult for the Brooklyn Nets. But if you got all three Nets stars healthy and Kyrie, um, uh, Durant, and uh, and uh, and Harden, I, I I don't I don't I don't see how the 76ers stop them. I mean, yeah, I, 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 it's I think gonna be the tough. problem is you're focusing too much on the offensive end. I think 76ers have an amazing defense. Uh, Joel Embiid's probably one of the best bigs defending outside of Rudy Gobert in the NBA. I think they have guys who can actually match up well. So you have uh, Ben Simmons. You know, he's an elite defender. Um, he's big. He can probably they probably put him on uh, James Harden. And it's going to make life miserable for James Harden. As far as KD is concerned. Tobias Harris is not known as an elite defender, but he's going to be able to help. And then even when Tobias comes out, they have a guy called Matisse Thibel. Uh, I probably butchered his last name. He's an excellent defender. So they're going to give him trouble on the defensive end. I don't think they have to score with them necessarily, but if they can just limit their offense, they'll be fine. Um, I, I, I love that theory. However, when you're talking about limiting offense, I mean, how, okay, so how are you going to stop James Harden? 
let's just say by the sake of argument, Ben Simmons is going to hold James Harden, which I don't think is possible. Let's just say for the sake of argument, James Harden is going to hold, uh, uh, is going to be held by Ben Simmons to a bit of a, a regular scoring burst. Um, Kyrie Irving can go off at any moment, but the biggest, if it was just James Harden and Kyrie Irving, yeah. I think your point is 100% valid. Kevin Durant having to be the icing on the cake like he was with Golden State Warriors. It's just at that point, you're going to have your third best defender or your second best defender on KD. And he's seven feet tall. So if he does a pull, if he does a hezzy pull up from three and is and he's shooting from nine feet in the air, I mean, there's really not much you can do to stop that. As great as the defense can be, there's always going to be an answer the Brooklyn Nets can provide on any given offensive possession. If you double one person, I mean, you got you got four, you got to have four on five. And the and or sorry, you got three on four, and you're gonna have KD and, and Kyrie being able to create space. It's it's a tough, it's a tough tough matchup. It's a tough. It's the same thing that happened with the Spur with the Golden State Warriors. I mean, if you got three people of that caliber that can shoot, it's it's tough. You can't cover that much ground. So I want Mikey to move us on because I know he had a couple more things. But before we move on, <clears throat> I just want to give you a stat that do you like that. This is the this is the move. You you say I have one more thing, but I'm gonna push off the topic. So well, I let, me, last well, word. let me play. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Yeah. It's that's the play. Um, so no team has won the NBA championship with a, you know, worse than 20th ranked defense. And I believe yeah. the Nets are 22 right now. So if they do win, it'll be a historic win because um, yeah, no one with that bad point. defense ever won. So I'm just going to go with the numbers on that. As Emmanuel said, I don't know sports, but I know numbers. So, yeah, but the numbers would kind of be messed up because you haven't had your three best players on the court at the same time. But they're so not I defenders. So they're not going to help your defense at all. We'll KD see what will. happens. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. But KD just has have? to put his arms like that. Buddy, well, KD, first, man. Wait, wait, wait. So first, the disrespect to the poor Bucks in the Miami Heat. You guys don't Miami, think no they have Miami? Any... No, no. Get out no. here, with Miami. Get okay. Miami. What about the Bucks? The Bucks have a legitimate uh, gripe grievance that they've been disrespected, but the the, the Heat are done. They're done now. I'm, I'm with Trudeau on that one. I gotta agree. Did you guys think that the Heat had a chance last year or no? I'm not trying to be a smart there, No, no. Really can, I, can I tell you something? Because I've watched – I actually watched – I have the league pass and I watch a lot of the games. And I the, the Heat were my team like to watch last year. They don't play the same. They just don't move the ball the same. They don't play defense the same. It's not the same team. They don't have the same magic. It just, it's just that simple. It's also also the bubble, man. Like LeBron doesn't get enough credit, or maybe he does by some people, but not by others. I mean, it, it was a tough situation. I mean, COVID, like literally, like you were just on pause midseason for like four four months or three months, and then the bubble was just a difficult place, uh, and, and and there was no home court advantage. It was so unique, and they got hot. The thing with the NBA three ball is that. Now, if you're hot from three for three out of the or four out of seven games, you put yourself in a great position to win a series. And they did that for two series. Tyler Hero was playing out of his mind. Duncan Robinson playing out of their mind. Now you're not seeing the same type of you're not seeing the type of uh, production from their supporting cast. Now with Milwaukee, it's it's going to come down to Ken Giannis. If you build a wall in the paint, can he still be an MVP type player? Because two years in a row, he wins the MVP. And that same week, he goes out and 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 looks completely, completely inept offensively because he can't dunk and he can't euro step. We have a quick question from a viewer, Trudeau. What team are you watching this year? Miami um, was your team last year. What's your team this year? So I feel like Mike, you have the same thing where when you buy like one of these sports packages, like so I have the league pass. You have what's the the baseball one called? 
It's just that MLB package. It's okay, so you end up by watching like one team religiously for some reason. Like you just kind of adopt them as your team for the year. And for some reason, I've really fallen in love with the Timberwolves, even though they're the worst team in basketball. They're okay. fun to watch, man. They're very fun to watch. I love Anthony Edwards. He's really good. He's going to be a star. I'm telling you. I have some thoughts about uh, what they got to do over there, but we'll get to that afterwards. The next question I have for you guys with Murray out in Denver, does that just kill Denver's chances? And now who moves up the chain now that Denver would be dropping? Yeah. So I'll take this one first. Um, Yes. To be (laughs) blunt about it, it kills their chances. I actually, (laughs) as soon as they made the Aaron Gordon trade and I watched a few of their games, I thought Denver, I said, to a group chat, Denver will be the team to win the Larry O'Brien trophy this year. I thought they were going to win it. And I think losing Murray, yes, I think they can have a couple upsets in the uh, playoffs. Like I'm sure they can knock out a really good team, but I don't think they can do it enough times with just uh, Jokic. So I'm going to say no, they cannot make it. And what was the second part of that question? Just who's going to move up in their spot? I think the Lakers are going to benefit greatly from this. I'm surprised they haven't felt falling down the standings as much um, without having LeBron and AD. They have been super lucky to just be hanging on for dear life. So once those guys get healthy, I can see them climbing to the four seed. Um, and that's all he needs really LeBron. Once they have everyone back four seed, they'll be good. So that's what, that's my answer there. Luca. Honestly, I, 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 as much as I'd love to like, debate and go back and forth, I actually have to agree with Trudeau 100% on that take because the Denver, Jokic is amazing, but in the playoffs, you can find a way to neutralize one or two people. You need a team effort. And and Murray, Murray, Murray remember last year, he was going 50 point, 50 point back with, uh, with, with Mitchell. I mean, those are some of the best head-to-head matchups we've seen in a while. So I, I, I can't agree more. And then with the Lakers – the fact is, and, and and again, you know, Trudeau touched on this, but the fact that they don't have to do, if things stay the same they are now, you know, when LeBron and AD get back, they may not have to do a play-in scenario. They may be able to be fully rested. I think the Lakers are in a prime position to really do well. And, you know, again, like Trudeau said, if, they, if LeBron's in fourth position, fifth, you know, Shannon Sharp said it, you know, eighth seed, seventh seed, sixth seed, mustard seed. Listen, if he gets into the playoffs, it's going to be, they're going to be a tough out. So, Listen, I, I love it. I love it. I think the Lakers are in a good position. Um, they just need to get into healthy. It doesn't matter. As if the Lakers are healthy, they're favorites. Luca, you've brought us into our next segment, buddy. What are your thoughts on the play-ins? Do you like it? Do you hate it? What, what do you think? Depends on. It depends on. I would hate it if I was a seventh seed or an eighth seed. Because now you're saying that my standing doesn't mean anything. However, if I'm in those lower tiers, I love it. As a fan... I mean, the more games that we have in the NBA that actually matter, the happier I am as a consumer. Because I like, you know, when you're watching a, a Tuesday night game, you know, by two teams that may not make the playoffs or probably won't, I mean, you're not going to be as emotionally invested. But in a playing game or a play, it's almost like an extended playoffs. So as a fan, I love it. But man, if I just squeaked into the eighth seed and now you're telling me that, you know, it didn't mean anything or, I, or I'm a solid seven seed that's like five games above the next person. You know, I, I'd be, I, you know, I, I'd, I'd feel some sort of way about it, but I love it as a fan. All right, Trudeau, you're the commissioner, Commissioner Silver. What are we doing about these playing games? So, if I'm being honest about this, okay, if I'm the commissioner, I love it. You want to know why? Why? Because that means more money. <laughs> exactly, Luca got it. More money, more revenue, more meaningful games, and guess what? You know what the fans love? 
a one and done. Everyone loves a one game series. So you know what that means? People are going to tune in to watch those games. You're going to sell huge advertising dollars on those games. It's the smartest thing for the NBA to do. And Mark Cuban can suck it because he's <laughs> just mad that his team is in the seventh seed and he thought he'd be better. And guess what? It is what it is. That is life, my friends. And actually, I want to bring in uh, someone really quick to play a quick game because we were talking about our friend, the Joker. Um, my wife happens to be an expert at European basketball players. She knows every Eastern European basketball player. It's a little game we played when I'm watching basketball, and I say, "Who? Where's he from?" And she'll name the country. So I want to I want to reflect her knowledge really quick of Eastern European basketball players to the world. Let's go. So who's asking you the players? <laughs> uh, the you guys. Talking. Well, you're talking about the Joker, and um, he's from Serbia. <laughs> See, so that's yeah. a great start. So if you guys want to throw some players at her, go for. It. I'll give her one right now. Nikola Vucevic. Montenegro. <laughs> All right. Hito Turkaloo. Ooh, I should know this because Steve loves Turkaloo, but I don't. Oh, I don't even know where he's from. <laughs> I know where he's from. He's from Turkey. It's pretty simple. Oh, <laughs> <I> just, <laughs> just that's not obscure enough for me. <laughs> um, well, if you know Boban Bogdanovic. Oh, she knows this one. So I think. there's two. There's two. Bojan and Boban. Yeah, sorry. So no, yeah, yeah. So there's Boyan Bogdanovich and and yeah, and Boba. Sorry. One is from Croatia. Which one is from Croatia? Bogdan. Yeah. Is from Croatia. Yeah. (laughs) And Bojan. Oh my God, the pressure. Why can't I think of it? Oh. I'm only gonna get one one of two of the Bogdanoviches. Well, you're a fraud. I need help. You had it before. <laughs> Your answers were it's one of the well, answers you've already said. Is she Googling something? Oh, is what is this? Emmanuel? <laughs> Did you say right. Serbia? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so one's Croatian, one's Serbian. Luka Doncic. Uh Latvia. Slovenia. Slovenia. How so about the, yeah? What's the little guy on the Heat? Oh, Goran Dragic. Goran Dragic. Um, I know this. Are you, it doesn't seem like you know this. It's like Billy Madison. What? <laughs> <laughs> when he's getting tested with Chris Farley. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh my gosh! You're gonna get the Jeopardy music soon. Oh no. <laughs> And time is up. Thank you for playing. You lost. <laughs> oh, what that was cold. Trudeau, that, that was cold. That futon is going to be your bed tonight, pal. So make I sure was, you get that nice. It's and ready. pretty comfy. I'm not going to lie. Um, uh, so Mikey, yeah, she's well, right. Slovenia. <laughs> I'm surprised. Did you what, you got Tourette's today? <laughs> you got Tourette's, Luca? <laughs> You're just saying random stuff now? No, I said, no, no. I said Emily's right. <laughs> Oh, man. Because she said right. Slovenia in the chat. What else you got for us, Mikey? All right. Who needs to be traded this offseason? I got you. Let me start with this one. Someone who's watched plenty of Minnesota Timberwolves games, I think it is time to move out the big cat. I love Towns. I think he's a fantastic offensive player. But here's the thing with the Timberwolves, and this is why they're bad. Okay? They have a hell of a lot of talent. 
but they are super inefficient. They take the dumbest shots. They do the dumbest shit on the court. And you know what? Where it starts? Carl Anthony Towns. And you know what? You want to know why he does it? Because he's been there with a shitty coach for so long, and they've just let him do whatever the hell he wants. And he 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 takes bad shots, and guess what? Everyone else learns from him. It's okay to take bad shots. So I think he would benefit greatly uh, to go somewhere where he could be accountable for his shots and his shot selections. He needs to go to a winner. And I I don't love the idea of like, this guy's not a winner, this guy's a winner, blah, 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 blah. But he needs to learn how to win because right now he takes terrible shots and he doesn't help the team and he's super talented. So he needs to go for two reasons. One, so he can actually have some success. And two, he's going to ruin Anthony Edwards if he stays there. I'm saying it right now because Edwards is a phenomenal talent, but he's already doing the same shit that, Cat's doing. He's taking bad shots night in and night out, and it's just the culture there. It's acceptable, and that just can't happen. That might be the best take I've heard in a while. I never thought about that because I don't watch a lot of Minnesota Timberwolves basketball. I watch a lot. But but that's perfect because right now, Carl Anthony Towns has a huge, huge trade value. Now. I mean, this offseason, like now. You know, down the line, an injury happens, whatever the case may be, that trade value is going to go down exponentially. So he's still a young player with a lot of talent. And for him, I think he would benefit a lot from having a veteran there that could really show him the ropes and hold him accountable, like you said. And also, Anthony Edwards, that's really what he needs. I mean, he, he doesn't really need another incredibly young and talented individual he needs a veteran to show him the ropes and to show him how to be a winner because you, you don't you don't like boxing people in as winners and as losers i, I agree with that it's a dumb but thing there's a do, way yeah. there's a way that you can hold people accountable and there's a reason why certain people win i mean there is a reason outside of, everyone's talented in the nba everyone's athletic but there's a reason why kobe bryant was kobe bryant there's a reason why michael jordan lebron james are who they are again you know because here's the thing terrence ross okay uh, you know terrence ross vince carter those are all people who had the same athleticism as Kobe Bryant and Michael Jordan. Arguably, in a vacuum, you can say one person jumped higher, lower, whatever. But there are certain fundamentals of the game. There's certain studying and cerebral mentalities that Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant had that those other two that I mentioned didn't. So if you can learn that, or if you can be around that, it's going to help your career tremendously. Yeah, and I think with Towns, a lot of his inefficiencies are hidden by the fact that he's so good at basketball. So what I'm saying is, like, he takes a lot of bad shots. But he still makes a lot of bad shots. So like his numbers are decent. Like his shooting percentages are decent. But I watch a lot of games, and what happens is people will get under his skin and he'll get pissed off and he'll just start being like, I'm gonna take this. Sh-. Like he'll go at them and he'll just take four shot after shot after shot. And I'm just like, dude, these are bad shots. You're not helping your team win. You're putting yourself in bad positions. And the thing with these bad shots is if you start taking bad shots, you know what that leads to? Rebounds. You know what that leads to? Getting out in space and breaking. That means your defense is not set up when they get down the court. It's just it's a domino effect. You start taking bad shots, and then bad things happen on the other side of the court. So I would love to see them get rid of Towns, maybe get an actual like a young guy to go with Anthony Edwards. Maybe you know where I would like to see him go actually, which would be crazy. Trade him. I know you just did a deal with him. Trade him to Golden State and get Wiseman from Golden State. Get a shit ton of picks from Golden State. You can build around Wiseman and Anthony Edwards. They got to get rid of D'Angelo Russell as well because D'Angelo Russell's another one of those guys. If you've ever watched him play, he is horribly inefficient. He's a, a bat black hole who just takes bad shots. I'm sorry. This is a lot of minutes. Hey, easy, easy, stock. Trudeau. We don't want another NBA player calling it quits because you hurt their feelings, okay? Oh, I want to <laughs> apologize to uh, 
LaMarcus Aldridge, because last time we talked about him, I said he was a trash can and he was terrible. And then two weeks later, he had to retire because he had a heart condition. So I apologize. I wish him the best. He is not a trash can. He's a wonderful human being. <laughs> that was nice, Steve. What about you, Luca? Who are you trading? Well, speaking of wonderful human beings that just, I think, have run their course, uh, one person who I didn't – like there was one signing that baffled me and that really made me question if a team did their homework. And that signing was Marc Gasol. Marc Gasol to the Lakers. I mean, I know it's not breaking news, but there was no point where I I heard that. Let's get rid of Dwight Howard and JaVale McGee, two athletic bigs who can run the floor, who can crash the boards, and who are feisty in personality. And let's get Marc Gasol, who if you saw anything in the Raptors, you saw that this man, this man, he has to jump. This man moves as quickly as a person does with cement shoes. I mean, it's 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 incredible how slow he is in a pick and roll, high speed NBA league. What what am I what am I looking at here? Yeah, what, what is rings? Trudeau's rings? See these rings? This is all Marcus all wanted. They he knew he wasn't going to play. Let's be honest. He won one of those rings with the Lakers. I, I don't agree. Think- but he won one with the. I saw Marcus all in the Raptors championship parade. I saw him drown like literally wreck a bottle of wine right in front of me in the back of the bus like he's a great person he did well for the raptors he's good in in, but not for the lakers i mean he has high basketball iq he's a great passing big he can hit the three occasionally but he can't stay in front of me and i'm nowhere near the nba like i mean it's ridiculous i mean so that one that he's got to go and they need it like this is why they got andre Drummond. but i don't know why they got rid of dwight howard to be honest with you i mean why would you fix something that isn't broke their bigs were great did he get? Did they get rid of him, or did he also? They decide didn't resign to leave? him. They did not okay. resign him. They could have. He he made an IG post saying, "I'm proud to be a Laker," and then they pulled the offer from under him, and he went to the 76ers, and he's doing great for the 76ers. He's doing great for Philadelphia. He's still like I saw Dwight Howard in Venice Beach. That dude, that like Dwight Howard and Marcus Saul, one of them is really in shape, and it's... and looks like he's 27, and the other one looks like it's my my uncle. You're comparing like, the Pillsbury Doughboy to Captain America right now. I'm not even kidding. So, and but that's what they did. They replaced Captain America with the Pillsbury Doughboy. All right, go ahead. In all fairness, Dwight Howard has like 40 kids, so he has to stay in really good shape and keep playing for quite a while. Because if he doesn't, <laughs> it's not gonna I, end. I well. do want to say before you get in, Luca. <laughs> it might not be a basketball thing though with Dwight Howard because he's been known to rub people the wrong way and not be a guy that they want in the locker room. So it could be that sort of thing. The only thing I'm going to say is that LeBron's notoriously known for making it work with just about anybody. So, so he, no, but he made it work with Dwight in the bubble. I mean, they won a championship and Dwight was a huge reason why not in every series, but Dwight lived through it. He knows he's not going to play every series. It depends on the matchup, but he, he, he did against Denver against the yoke. All right. The Joker. He was all over him, and you were, it was clear that he had physical abilities that other centers did not have at the, in those matchups. What's his first name? The Yoke, as you call him? Nikola, Nikola Jokic. Okay. Oh, don't you. worry, dude. I'm from, I'm half, I'm, from the, I'm from Eastern Europe. Like, I got, that's where uh, I got all of it down. That was actually, I was at a, uh, gentleman and I were uh, performing, um, we were performing at the Dallas Mavericks half, uh, show. And uh, basically, we did it during a, a timeout. There's a reason why I'm saying the story. So, so basically, there was a timeout that happened, and we're supposed to run on the court, and you know, we do our performance. And um, and Luka Doncic was playing, 
And obviously, as he got fouled, and what was he doing? He was arguing with the ref, uh, like he does, you know, all the time. I love Luka Doncic; he's my favorite player. You know, him and LeBron James. But but he was arguing with the ref, and he was going at it. And then, you know, I never ever deviate from like the performance. I'm always very very focused. But as I'm walking onto the court wearing the Luka Doncic jersey and like jeans. He's literally right there arguing with the ref. Like, I mean, I could throw a tomato at him if I wanted to. Like, that's how close he was. So I'm just like yelling. I'm like, Luca, 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 brought the Jesse. Like, I'm yelling at him in Serbian. He's Slovenian, but the languages are similar. And like, we know our cue and we know, like, we know the music's about to start. And then Gentleman's like, Luca, and both of our heads turn at the same time to look at Jenna. So I turn to look at Jenna and so does Luka Doncic. So I never actually got to say what's up to him. And then Jenna was like, and then he probably looked and then Jenna like grabbed me, threw me to the middle of the, of the thing. And we started the performance. It went really well. It went viral. Everything was good, but I was this close to be able to have a Eastern European conversation with Luka Doncic. So and then, that whole and then, spiel. Sorry. Just and a... then as well, what? <laughs> Go ahead. What? Keep on going. Say, and then on our way, as we were going back to Dallas to do another show, uh, on the way there, the NBA got suspended. Yeah. So I never got a chance to uh, to sort of to get that opportunity again. So he, he's listening. Don't worry, buddy. He hears you, <laughs> Luca. I didn't him, make. Luca. I didn't You're make a good that, dancer. I didn't make it you for that phase. I was looking at Trudeau because I thought he was drinking Hennessy from a water bottle, and then that's when we're gonna stop the show and be like. Trudeau, do you have a problem right now? <laughs> have we been able to get a sponsorship from Hennessy yet? Working on it. Working uh, on it. All right. Working so the it. last question of the night is gonna we're gonna start with Steve because he's so passionate about those Timberwolves. Right now in the NBA, two professional athletes have in the last week purchased rights to teams. A Rod has purchased rights to the uh, Timberwolves and. Dwayne Wade bought some jazz coin this week. So, Trudeau, who would you rather be, A-Rod or D-Wade? I think I know this answer. <laughs> Just as as people who would rather be? No, as owners of the team, purely on owners, because you don't want to be A-Rod right now. No, I said I'd definitely rather be Dwayne Wade <laughs> as a person. But if I had to own one of the two, I would definitely... Oh, God, those are both terrible places to have a franchise. Uh, the Timberwolves, man. I don't want anything to do with Utah. Like, I'm, I doubt anyone from Utah is listening to this podcast. Utah, you can get the hell out of here. <laughs> don't listen to Utah. You're a great franchise. Steve is just mad. What about you, Luca? I mean, I don't know, man. The Timberwolves or the Utah Jazz? Which one has more market value? I mean, well, first off, I'm pretty sure – now, you, you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't – isn't Rodriguez getting like a majority ownership? Yeah, it's a different different stake. Yeah, because I know that Dwayne Wade made an investment, but I think he made an investment with someone else who's making an investment and he's a minority owner. Whereas Aaron Ro- uh, Aaron Rodgers, uh, uh, Alex Rodriguez is getting a majority ownership. So obviously I'd rather have a majority ownership. Which one of those two teams is valuable, more valuable? I mean, I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, either way you go, neither of them are marquee franchises, so... I'll go with I'll go with Rodriguez just because he's getting a majority ownership. But how did he generate? I mean, oh well, he played baseball. He didn't. That's he how. did not. No, no, he's not the one throwing the dough for this. He's uh, tagging along with some other billionaire who's uh, throwing the majority of the money. So I don't think A Rod's the majority owner either. 
Because you need a lot of capital to own a team. Like to own a team, I think you need to have multiple billions, right? Am I right, right, am I right yeah. with that? No, you're right. Not, so, a, not if it's hockey. <laughs> oh, God. Wow. I feel bad. Oh, I actually had a question. Can I actually get into this? I didn't even mention this in the pre-show. So this is completely new to you guys. But I actually was thinking about this in the car on the way to the grocery store today. So let's just say hypothetically, right? You guys are training your whole life to play a sport. And you want to make that your professional endeavor. I want you to consider a few things when you when you answer this. The amount of money you'll make over your career, the difficulty of it to make it professional in this sport, the type of life you're going to live before and after the sport, all these things. What sport would you grind to be a professional at of all the sports? Now, I know Mikey's thinking immediately baseball. And I want to say something like this. You know how many years you have to play in the minor leagues, riding buses from place to place, and then they hold you in the minor leagues for many years until you, you know, until arbitration gets there. So you're not going to get paid till you're 26, 27. It's a miserable ride. So I just want to like give you an idea of how you should start thinking about this. So Mikey, were you going to say baseball? 110 percent i'm gonna say baseball <laughs> there's no oh. i i'll be playing till i'm i could they had a guy yesterday who pitched in relief who is heavier than three marcus alls they call him the el tortoise or whatever and he pitched a shutout inning against, i forgot who they were playing it doesn't it's irrelevant anyway because have you seen some of these guys and how they look you can eat whatever you want. <laughs> you can do whatever you want. Miguel Pejeda, for instance, who I'm not just trying to pick on the twins, by the way. He looks like he ate the younger Miguel Pejeda, and he's like <laughs> one of their – and he's making millions, man. That guy's got the life. Not only that, if I'm a relief pitcher, think about this, Trudeau. I work literally once a week and make billions of dollars. How sick of a job is that? And you get to travel the – country at least i know but yep. like the grind to get to the major leagues like you have to spend three years in the minors and it's not even if, you, if you're a great player they're going to keep you in the minors just to keep your uh your years down for before you hit arbitration so you're gonna have to play like into a lot of shitty stadiums and ride buses from here to there for many years so it's not the it's not i think baseball might be the right answer but it's not the glamour life that you you mention it to be Luca, what would your choice be? Or Mikey, before Luca goes, wait, wait, wait. I have one more question. I yeah. have one more answer to that. There's 27 spots, right? And it's a lot easier to break into the MLB in the sense because of the spots and the AAA and getting called up and down. Whereas, and I'm not putting myself in a crazy risk as hockey and football, like football, I'm not going anywhere next oh, yeah. to. No, no, no. So, for instance, and I know that as long like you can always reinvent yourself in baseball. If you're not that great and then you figure out a pitch, you're good for years to come. Like it's pretty cool. So I would say baseball, but I'm a baseball nut. What about I you? I want to, before Luke gets in, there are some some comments I want to read off. And I think I agree with this person um, in the Reddit chat, this uh, top red high uh, mentioned golf. And I think golf might be the right answer here over baseball, but go ahead, Luca. That's a great, that's, that's yeah. Golf could definitely be it. Um, I'm thinking just the major four, just to make it a little easier for myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, but this is a really good question because you inc- you have to like take in like getting there, how long your career is, the money you make, and, and also pain. your the life pain. after. Yeah. So just because of that, I have to I have to remove uh, football unless you're a quarterback. Maybe like if you're a quarterback because of the way they're protected. Right. But but 
out, you know, let's just go sport by sport. You know, I'd have to move that hockey. I mean, the money you make compared to basketball and baseball is not even close. And your notoriety as a celebrity, I mean, outside of Canada, it's not really that high. So after, so it's really, it's got to be baseball or basketball. Baseball, uh, Mikey has a few great points. A, I mean, your diet doesn't have to be nearly as strict as the other three. Um, you can, you get, I mean, there's literally no cap. So you can make, you know, I mean, it's just going to keep going. Uh, you can make a ridiculous amount of money. And also, I mean, you can play a very, very long life. However, Trudeau, it like the route to the majors is not very glamorous. Whereas in the NBA, like March Madness, college basketball, I mean, if you walk in as an uh, as a, as a, as a college athlete that's playing basketball, you're doing pretty well. And then what I'm going to say in for the NBA, um, a you make a lot of money. B it's all guaranteed. C yes, there's wear and tear and conditioning, but not to the level of football. And 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 the biggest thing is that the notoriety, the brand deals that you can bring in as an NBA player compared to an NFL player is huge because. Um, you're they see you like LeBron James, even Dwayne Wade, even these these other like Luka Doncic is a household name. So and 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 beyond that, you know the long term injuries you're gonna have are not nearly as close to the other to the other two that I mentioned. So I'm gonna go with NBA, even though major major league baseball is is a close second. But I don't even think hockey. I mean, I don't know how hockey is even in the discussion here, to be honest with you. All due respect to hockey. Love hockey. I think it's the hardest sport ever, but yeah. <laughs> so our Facebook Live is a little delayed, right? And I have the um, Dodger and the Padres game up. So when <laughs> Luca's talking, it looks like I'm rolling my eyes at Luca, <laughs> Or I just look like there's something oh. wrong with me and getting possessed. So sorry, Luca. Luca, before you... I want to give an answer, but Luca, you were talking about a fight pre-show, right? If oh, you yeah. were mentioning something about a fight, can we get into that afterwards? Because I think someone in the in the Reddit chat uh, mentioned a fight, and I'm like, "Ooh, that might be what Luca was talking about." So before, but I want to get to that before we close the show today. My answer of the of the of all the sports, I'm saying golf because I think it's the easiest on your body. Then you can play longer than baseball and golf. Let's be honest, Absolutely. and you can get a shit ton of money from sponsorships if you're good. Like you have all the brand sponsorships of the big four sports. I'm gonna go basketball. Only because I think that baseball, even though I hate base, hate on baseball, I call I think baseball players are a bunch of slobs. But to be fair, it's probably the hardest sport to play from a skill standpoint. Like you have to be very, very talented to play baseball. It's a very difficult sport. Ba- basketball, if you're like born seven foot, you will probably have a shot at being in the NBA. Um, so that's my answer. Can we just all agree universally the worst sport is probably football? Absolutely. Or hockey. I guess like at least in hockey, you're at least in football, you're getting paid to be beat the shit out of hockey. You're getting like 10 bucks in a Snickers bar every <laughs> game. Depends what team you play for. You could probably get yourself a hundred grand or something like that. So, so Luca, what do you got for us on this fight thing you were talking about? Cause I want to know now. Cool. cool I, don't, I don't think Luca can hear us. <laughs> yeah so luca luca really want to talk about a fight i don't know it's he looked at you when he was talking about it trudeau he was like what did i say that is it because i disrespected hockey <laughs> and he's canadian he's very upset now he doesn't want anything <laughs> he's to do with really us. upset he's, yeah he's, he's throwing his headset he's it's very okay. upset i didn't think canadians got this mad 
Yeah, I'm not sure why he's so angry. It's got to be that or, oh, his mic is just muted. All right, see you later, oh, Luca. He disappeared. Anyways, <laughs> so Mikey, <laughs> did you want to talk about a little baseball before you get out of here? Because I know you love your baseball. No, we'll stick to baseball for next week. We'll, we'll do All the right. whole show. Plus, the Dodgers are going to play the Padres again next week. So another playoff game. Oh, here he is. Luca, what's up, buddy? Man, I don't even know what to tell you. I got a call on one end, and then I got an amber emergency alert, and then my everything froze. So <laughs> I thought it that was, was like, you. Yeah, it was okay. like, I, I'm more than fine. Um, so, you know, I can't say that for everyone now, seeing that this alert is out. But, um, but yeah, <laughs> I mean, but I'm back. I'm back. I don't know. I don't know what the heck happened there. Sorry about that. So what about this fight? This fight? This fight? What is this fight? Oh, my about? God. Okay. So thank you. This is the topic I wanted to get to. I'm so excited about this. Okay. Because I want, I want to hear your opinion on this. Um, so, A, there is a fight that's happening tonight. Uh, this person called it. Is it yeah. Jake Paul? Yeah, so yes, it is. It's a YouTuber cat. going okay. up against a UFC fighter, and they're doing boxing. So, which isn't either one of their specialties. I'm going to go ahead and assume there's another fight that's happening. That's a YouTuber slash, you know, versus TikToker fight. So, my general question is twofold: A, will you guys be watching uh. the fight tonight? B, how do you guys feel about these like exhibition non-boxing fights with like? you know, personas and, and, and kind of people who bring in viewers. Like what's your, is that disrespectful to the sport or do you guys see it as, you know, just, uh, just an entertainment grab? I don't know, Mikey, do I, I'm ready to go, but if you want to go, go for it. Isn't that what celebrity death match was? <laughs> do you guys remember that show? They're, yeah. They're just trying to legitimize it. You know what I mean? I mean, that was obviously, you know, I, I'm a bit familiar with the show, but it was kind of like a, not a joke, but you get what I'm saying. They're trying to make it like this is a real fight. So you got Jake Paul. He Jake Paul is a guy who knocked out like uh, Nate Robinson, who's an ex NFL player, and just kind of like put him NBA. to sleep. NBA, yeah, yeah, my yeah. Bad, Jake Paul's worse. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so give me your give me your take. I here. have uh, plenty of opinions on this. Let's Jake roll. Paul is a big trash can. That's what I I like him as much yeah. as I like the Houston Astros. So <laughs> let's just let's just unravel all of those questions. First of all, do I think it's an affront to the the sport of fighting? Dude, the sport of fighting, whether it be boxing, UFC, whatever, it's just people beating the shit out of each other. There's no, it, what? Is, there's no honor in it. I mean, I'm not disrespecting people who fight, but like, I'm not gonna sit there and say there's some sort of like holy like element to it. Like, if people want to fight and beat the shit out of each other, go for it. Whatever. There's no sort of like special thing about it. Um, second question: Jake Paul versus some other guy. I hope Jake Paul gets his ass beat. I don't know anything about the guy, but I know he's a clown. So that's all I need to know. Uh, and then the YouTuber and the TikToker, is there a way that they can both just beat the shit out of each other and both just get the f- out of my life? <laughs> enough. Enough for this. Man. Can we just be honest? We're, we're all tuning into these fights just to see these YouTubers get the shit beat out of them, right? Can we just all be like, we all wanted uh, Nate Robinson to beat up Jake Paul. I'm pretty sure everyone was like on that team, right? Yeah. So we're all tuning in just for that. It, it It's smart. I mean, listen, if Jake Paul... Like, if Jake Paul wins this fight, it's crazy that somehow it's going to – every fight he wins, he's got to go up and up in ranks. And every fight he wins, it it's a conduit to another fight. Because first he beat up another athlete, and he's not an athlete. So that's a step up. Can I ask you this, though? I don't know anything about Jake Paul. How big is he? Because Nate Robinson's he's not, like – He's not. He's not big. Because Nate Robinson's so- like, what, 5'8"? It's hilarious. It's because it's such a good job on their like their committee. Like, how do they pick Nate Robinson? Just enough 
cachet as an athlete, a slam dunk champion. Yeah, we like, know, you know what, Yeah, like just enough to be a draw. But I mean, the guy's five eight. I mean, he weighs as much as Trudeau's left bicep. For crying out loud! I mean, like let's you know, I mean, let's call a spade a spade. Also, so, can we be honest about the Jake Paul and Nate Robinson thing? Nate Robinson did not take it seriously. He did not train to be a boxer. Like no, Jake Paul has been training to fight. So like one guy took it seriously, the other guy didn't. I am just waiting for the day this guy gets his ass beat. Is he the guy? I don't know anything about him. Is he the guy who was like got shit for? taking a video in like a forest where people were hanging themselves or whatever. That's his older brother. Logan. Whatever. They're know. all trash. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know the ins and outs of that. I'm going to go ahead and assume that that's it. I could be wrong and completely wrong, but I'm pretty sure there's a reason why you connect to the names. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, go, go ahead, Mikey. Come on. Talk us okay. out of this. So no, I just, I, I want to talk us a little back into it. All right. So <laughs> let's it. say, let's say I'm the agent of Jake Paul a clown who has literally no talent at all. And I'm going to get his ass handed to him and get paid to do so. That's a great job because when you have no talent, except for posting whatever and doing all this nonsense, you should get your ass beat when you're trying to fight someone. If they need, you watch family guy, right? Isn't there a scene where Lois gives Peter his cake so that he feels good, even though he has no reason to get it. That's what all these TikTokers do. Not all of them, but the ones that go out there and want to fight people. This seems like this is middle school again, where you're like, hey, did you touch my Capri Sun? <laughs> you're going <laughs> to see me afterwards. What a clown. I hope he gets knocked out and they just end this nonsense. <laughs> Can I just, I want to dismount the show on something very funny. Did you guys see about the jose canseco boxing boxing match are you familiar with that <laughs> i love jose canseco so what about him <laughs> are you familiar with what happened like a month ago with jose canseco <laughs> no no so he did an event with barstool to have him fight one of the bar barstool interns in a boxing match and he was paid a million dollars for this it was just like set in stone all you gotta do is fight you don't have to win for a million dollars and then 10 seconds into the match, he, he just fell to the ground and said his <laughs> legs hurt and lost the fight and just cashed a million dollars. So that's celebrity <laughs> boxing for you. So they, that is why I will not be watching the Jake Paul fight tonight. Trudeau, did they have to rent out like a stadium for that? Because that'd be amazing. They rented out. I mean, it's during the <laughs> pandemic, so there was no fans. But they rented out a ring. They had it professionally set up. It was pay per view. People paid money to watch this thing, and he just fell to the <laughs> ground limp after like ten I'm gonna seconds. I'm going to watch this. This is amazing. I got to see that. I implore you to watch it. And ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for watching the show and dealing with our nonsense today. I want to give a big shout out and thank you to Luca Wolf for joining us. I want to say, please rate, subscribe, review to the podcast definitely helps us out lets us know you're listening we do this thing once a week we're going to release this podcast on monday and it'll be released every monday until it we are all dead maybe i don't know In that just got really dark well talk to you next week peace out <laughs>